This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. We're back for another episode. And man, geez, I stopped doing these over the weekend and the market starts going even more nuts. Obviously, by now you've heard inflation is much higher than we thought, and that's going to cause some problems. I've got a lot for you. I've only got 10 minutes. Let's dive right into this one. I want to talk about the housing market. We're going to talk about some data. I'm going to dive into Altos research to show you. You may not have even seen that stuff, which is beautiful. I'm going to show you the top cities to look out for just in case there is a big turn when it comes down to real estate. And right now, from what we're seeing, it's really too early to see if the mortgage rates are going to go up a little bit because... I don't know if you remember going back about a month or so ago when the Fed said, hey, we're going to continue to raise the rates 0.5% for the rest of the the year, maybe the two, three more times uh, we're meeting. And now all of a sudden they're saying we may raise it 0.75. And the mortgage rates didn't plan for that. So that means that we're probably going to see a tweak in in the interest rates and i don't know if that's going to be significantly higher than what we anticipated or if it's going to remain in the fives we're only going to see that and look um i agree the interest the inflate that inflation is much higher than what they're reporting but from what they're reporting it's close to nine right that's what we've seen and i've got some information for you so i'm just going to start sharing that with you right now let me go to my screen and you know i always try to bring as much information as possible for you. And I want to start off with a great article. And that's the one. And I I love going to Fortune, by the way. It's one that's titled These 40 Overvalued Housing Market Areas or Markets Could See 15 to 20% Home Price Declines. Now, do I believe it? I don't. But I want to share with you what people are saying, specifically the media Because if you read this at the bottom, you'll be like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But that's not what they lead with, right? I mean, check out the title. That's kind of scary for most people reading it, right? This is pretty nuts. And then we're going to dive into this. And if you have any questions in between, I'm reading some of the comments there. Uh, I'll do my best to answer them. But let's go. Now, I want to start off by saying uh, that unlike, I'm going to just highlight this with you, right? Unlike the housing bubble that popped up in 2008, the pandemic housing boom isn't underpinned by a frenzy of speculation, right? We're not there yet. And Rick, I know, man, they hit up six. Let's see if they stay there. My feeling is they're probably going to stay somewhere in the six sixes uh, based on 0.75 definitely happening. So now we go last week, Moody's Analytics, they gave Fortune, Fortune Magazine exclusive access to I don't know if you remember, we keep on looking at this great map and I'm going to scroll down to show it to you. It's showing what areas they feel based on their data is actually going to go down. Now, they say as a whole, the national housing is 24.7 percent overvalued. Now, they're, they're only saying that. 
because they feel like people can't afford housing. And that's true, right? That's true. And so we're going to scroll down here. I want to show you the degree to which regional home prices are overvalued or undervalued according to Moody's Analytics. The yellow, the lighter the yellow, light orange, that means not as overvalued, right? The purple, the darker you get, it means it's definitely overvalued based on their algorithm and their research. So now you see here, most of California is yellow and, and orange. You see that where people migrated to Boise, Idaho, some parts of some parts of Arizona, and then you have some parts of Nashville, Texas. I know they keep on saying Austin is overvalued, and then a little tiny bit of Florida. Now I'm gonna go in deeper because they also have this great map. And this gets a lot more specific because they say, hey, these 40 regional housing markets are the most likely to see home prices fall over the coming 12 months. Now, I'm going to throw in the article inside of the YouTube channel so you could just grab it and play with it and go go check out everything yourself. But you can see it's a little different than 2008, even, even where these areas are being targeted, right? A lot of people jumped into Boise. A lot of people jumped into Arizona. And even though, check this out, even though a lot of people jumped into Florida, not a lot of it is considered overvalued. overvalued. And that's because the underpinning process of how they say things are overvalued really depends on whether or not people can afford the new prices. And in Florida, we're seeing that specifically in Miami area, they, they can in other parts as well, they can. But in places like Boise, Idaho, they're not sure that they can. So we need to keep an eye out because real estate is very regional. We need to keep an eye on things like this. Now, another piece, and I think, Richard, I know you're watching. I think you're the one who sent this to me originally. And this is a Florida Atlantic University report. You can see here, these are the top 100 housing markets that are overvalued. And I'm just going to see if I can zoom in so you can see here. There's 100. I'm not going to go over through to all 100. I just want to show you the top 20. And then I want to go into Altos and pick one just so you can see how the breakdown is. Now, you've got Boise, Idaho. Everyone's pointing at Boise. Austin, uh, according to this, dramatic, right? Ogden, Utah, Las Vegas, Atlanta, Phoenix. Now, the thing is, when you're looking at this list, let's just take the top 10 list, right, which rounds up with Salt Lake City. I need you to also take a look at their economy. How is how is that local economy doing? How how is the wage the, how are the wages doing there? It's important to take a look at what companies have jumped in there and have created more job opportunities as well. So even though they're considered to be overvalued here, it's important to take a look at the sustainability aspect. And that's where we're not sure, right? But now let's take a look at Altos. Alto, you can everyone here could subscribe to Altos Research. By the way, you should. And it's really quick data. I typed, I typed in here Boise, Idaho, right there. And what it does really quick, as of today, based on data that's updated this week, so this is very, very updated information with the MLS local board, they go in and they take a look at a few things. They say, well, according to this, according to all the activity on the right, and we'll go through this, this is still significantly a seller's market. You see that? And if we go over to the right right here, 
These are single family residences. We can do condos as well. These are single family. We can see the median price point, this price per square foot, average days on market, right? We see the price decrease over, over the last 30 days. And then we see inventory slightly going up, right? And then the most important piece to me that really determines whether or not uh, an area is going to tank besides the economy on the wages part, right? Unemployment is rent, right? And we look at rent and we calculate, hey, does that rent amount right here? Does that rent amount match what I would be paying if I bought a home? So those are the things you wanna be looking at. And at the bottom, you can see it gives you, it breaks down for you an area the the different price points this is what i love it has a really the the high part of boise the middle and then the low and you can see over on the right days on market you still have a very very hot market on a lower price point right which is which is normal that's what's happening that's where we're at right now the challenges and let me stop sharing really quick with you to, to talk to you right now what we're seeing we're seeing things like like this on the news we're seeing gasoline, here, let me go back, gasoline, groceries, and housing drove inflation in May. We're seeing things like the Fed likely to consider 0.75 percentage point rate. Now, that's that's all great. And we're seeing things like this, like the latest signs the housing market might be at its peak. We're seeing inflation, it's super high, right? We were, like we talked about earlier. But there are there are sections that you're not paying attention to that I want you to pay attention to. Because if we're having a problem on the stock side and things continue to drop and we head into a recession, a lot of people say we're already in a recession. And I'll talk about stagnation too. If we really head into a recession, the challenge is that with real estate, we don't get to see a lot of what happens until a few months later. And so right now what we're seeing, especially in the summer months, we're seeing a lot of homes coming up on the market, which is normal. And we're still seeing the demand there. Now, if the economy starts tanking more, that demand obviously is going to go down. But as it stands right now, we're okay. And even interest rates going up a little bit is still not bad. Now, you saw that map earlier when I was showing you what areas are going to supposedly come down. Uh, it's important to pay attention to that as well because real estate is extremely, extremely regional. And so pay attention to the details. Now, I'm going to show you something else right here. And I had to look this up again because I kept on reading that we're in stagflation. We're like, hey, we're actually in stagflation. And I go, let me go to my best friends at, at uh, Investopedia. And there's two ways to categorize stagflation. It says one, and I'll read this with you, right? Right there. It says stagflation is characterized by slow economic growth, which we're in, a relatively high unemployment or economic stagnation, which is at the same time accompanied by rising prices. So I looked up unemployment just to make sure I have the right stuff. And I'm like, unemployment, geez, that's, uh, it's right now, it's significantly low. I mean, look at this, right? You could just Google it yourself. And so when I look at this, I'm like, well, it doesn't look like we're in stagflation unless you go with this meaning of it, which is stagflation can be alternatively defined as a period of inflation combined with just the decline of gross domestic product. And obviously it looks like based on where we're at, that we're gonna have another quarter of negative GDP, which means then 
At that point, we would be officially in a recession, but they won't call it until the beginning of January. So what I want you to pay attention to is all of these little things. If you don't have Altos research and you're in real estate, get it. If you're not in real estate, you can still get it for sure. I'm going to put a lot of these links to the YouTube channel. I just want you, if you see anything that you have questions on, send it over to me. I love reading it. Like Richard, you sent me that awesome awesome link. Man, I, I digested that. I was like, wow, that's a lot of great information. Now, I want to end with this because you're going to hear both sides of this. You're going to hear we're in a housing crash. You're going to hear we're not. And I want to tell you that nobody, nobody knows anything. And I, I've set the tone before and I said, hey guys, look, whether you're hearing all of these YouTubers or media say we're in a crash, they don't know. Whether you're hearing people say we're not in a crash, they actually don't know because things can change like that. We don't know. What it looks like based on the data is that we're still heading into a normal market on the housing side. And the last thing the Fed wants to do, even though they did mess up and they should have started raising the rate earlier, right, late 2021, they don't want to have a housing crash. Because like I said last week, housing is about 15 to 18% of the GDP for the whole nation. Now, whether it touches insurance, uh, builders, everything, everything that real estate touches. That's a pretty massive piece of the GDP. So they don't want the whole thing to fall apart. So just pay attention to everything that's happening, please. And if you have any questions, throw them my way. And thanks again. If you're following on YouTube, subscribe. I'll put up the links as soon as I'm done right there. Hope you have a nice day, everybody.